episode of the SatPod IndieCast. My name is Big Bad Boris. I am Skullbox64. And kind of off to the side in the wings without a microphone because I thought that I could pull off a three microphone gimmick here, but I can't, is Colton Kelly. So Colton, yell hello. Hi. Uh, we just finished. It is, let's, I'm going to give a little bit of backstory here. It is, oh God, God, it's 2.27 in the morning. Morning. Here in Edmonton, Alberta, I have drank probably about 12 beers. Scotty, you've had several. I think I've had like six or seven, maybe. Colton, you've had several as well. Like five. Five or six. And uh, we just finished watching the uh, Combat Zone Wrestling Tournament of Death show that we promised we would cover. TOD 15. And to be perfectly honest, we kind of blabbed through the whole thing. So I have very little to no recollection of the event. But, Scotty, uh, you said you took some notes. I, I took some notes. I at least uh, jotted down who was in what matches and who made it to what rounds. All right. Uh, I don't have the exhibition matches, but I do remember who's in them. All right. Do so you want to give a quick overview of what we saw that I don't remember? Yeah. So it opened up with uh, Tim Daunce, friend of the Sapod, versus Ricky Shane Page. Uh, pretty solid contest. Uh, it was a little interesting to see Tim Daunce in deathmatch wrestling. He's been doing it for a couple of years now, though, right? But I don't think he's known as a deathmatch wrestler. Like, I think enough. he's more known as like a like a gimmick match wrestler. Colton's just chomping at the bit to have a microphone now. He looks yeah. upset. Yeah, he's so ready to go in. I think he's just ready to be like. How you got something that you want to say? You let me know when I'll I'll pass the mic. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you my headset. We're a little closer. I'll go close to Scotty's face. All right. Oh wow, geez, we get right up in there. <laughs> um, but yeah, overall, uh, Tim Dons versus RSP was all right. Tim Dons had a good showing versus. Oh, yeah. We don't want to make I, uh, I, Suplex City Limits. Suplex City Limits or Warren hot at that. As soon as I saw that tweet, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm the worst for doing that shit. Can I ask you a favor, Colton? Explain the context. Can you just turn that fan off there? Because I don't want it to blow into the microphone. I need here. the context for the whole verses. Well, I, uh, S- uh, Scotty likes to say verse a lot instead of verses. And I like to give him a hard time just because I'm uh, an asshole. <laughs> and... Today, I think it was earlier today. Yeah, it was earlier today. Suplex City Limits sent out a tweet saying anybody who says verse instead of verses uh, should be stabbed in the face or something. Yes, some vulgar like that. So I thought I would just kind of pile onto that. Are they subliminally dissing you? Uh, No, because I don't think they know I do that. Hmm. I think they just made it as like a general tweet about people in general. And then it turns out that's exactly what I do. All right, so let's continue on with your combat yeah. zone. Yeah, so the, my death. spot of the match for the Tim Daunce RSP match would you be... You wrote up. spot of the match. Look at this guy. Good job. Uh, would definitely be when they took the... Uh, there was about three or four light tubes that were taped together that were in the back of a pickup truck, and they just did a back body drop in the pickup truck. I don't remember any yeah. of that. Uh, RSP puts a back body drop through on the back of a pickup truck to pin Tim Daunce, and then Tim Daunce goes ballistic after getting pinned. Like ballistic, like happy? Uh, no, ballistic as in like just started like throwing chairs around and like, what the fuck? I should have won that match. I see. Uh, next up, we had uh, everybody's favorite, Masada versus The Wrench, Connor Claxton. I say everyone's Masada, favorite very loosely. Masada? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, so this is the first headphone stealing. Masada sucks. <laughs> but Tell us how you feel about Masada, Colton Kelly. I just, he looks terrible. He doesn't look like he wants to be there at all. And that's something that I had said when we were actually watching this live, is that he looks like he does not enjoy being a professional wrestler. And maybe I shouldn't care about that as, a, as somebody who watches 
professional wrestling, but I kind of do. Okay, and, like, the skewers thing, like, okay, I get it. It's a cool visual, but, like, it's so unnecessary. We talked about this yeah, when we this watched... Yeah, deathmatch wrestling. I get, I, I get this. I get this. I understand this. Oh, like, uh, the reason why I wanted to steal the microphone from Scotty is because I like the freaking wrench dude. Claxton? Yeah. Okay. He seems like he could actually, like, you know, do something in the he ring could, other than... <laughs> Other than just, you know, put skewers in his face. All okay, right. it's back to Scotty. All right. Overall, though, that so, match was So this is how it's going to be, hey? Yeah, this is definitely going to be how it's going to be. It's 2.30 in the morning. It's so. funny how, like, I know when we watched WrestleMania or CZW's little event they had at WrestleMania weekend. Yes. Uh, as part of all the pay-per-views that we were watching at Big Bad Boris's house. I remember Warren's response to watching a Masada match and him being like, is this skewers thing necessary? Is this even like, like he, like Warren, I remember being very against the skewers spot. So overall though, Connor Claxton got the win. He will be moving on in the tournament. Next up we had, Oh, Oh, yes. And he won via a pile driver on cement blocks. So Connor Claxton. Yeah. You know what? That pile driver did look good. Got the Colton Kelly stamp of approval. Cause I missed that. Yeah, overall, that was actually a really rad spot. And I remember as soon as they brought those cement blocks out, Boris asked, was Connor Claxton's wrench he brings out, is that a real wrench or is that, like, kind of gimmicked or whatever? And we watched him walk up and, like, tap those cement blocks. Yep. And we're like, okay, everything's legit. That was the real deal. Those are real deals. So the returning from injury Alex Cologne, determinant of death, shows With up no to... No relation to Carlos Weave. We don't know for sure, but we assume. Yeah, we definitely double-checked that. Versus uh, Danny Havoc. Versus? Yeah, versus <laughs> Danny Havoc. Who With his new hairdo. Well, yeah, looking like Billy Idol. Akira Tozawa. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Colton <laughs> Kelly Colton. goes, is that Tozawa? We're no, like, no, that's, bud. That's not we Tozawa, wish it was Tozawa. Fucking idiot. <laughs> uh, do you know what? Danny Havoc and uh, Alex Cologne probably had the best first round match. In terms of it being actual wrestling, there was like remember. monkey flips with light bar, uh, light tubes in there. There was more actual working a match with gimmicks and spots in there versus just having weapons for the sake of having weapons. Uh, for the most part, I definitely think that this might be the match to check out um, from the first round. Do you guys have, you guys have any other last moment memories from this match i talked through this whole show that's fair so i don't remember very much that that is the the downfall of everyone let's all get together watch a show then record it as soon as it becomes three people instead of two like watching a a pay-per-view or a show or whatever then you're done i pushed conversation so i didn't have to watch the show yeah you did that yeah this is some uh cold and kelly (laughs) pretty for an anti-combat zone Pretty slick microphone passing. All right, yeah. continue. Uh, next up, we had uh, Can- or Jeff Cannonball versus Matt Tremont. Two really heavy set guys. Uh, Jeff Cannonball. Was that the uh, King, Kong King Kong Bundy looking Yeah, guy? he's the guy who All I right. told you was King Kong Bundy King Jr. King Kong Bundy Jr. And because both of you guys didn't know Jeff Cannonball, we were like, oh, really? Like, And I was like, yeah, this guy's built on the indies as uh, King Kong uh, Bundy Jr. And you guys were like, sweet, really? And then that turned out to be uh, a-, a rib. Which is too bad, because that would be pretty sweet. He did look like King Kong Bundy, though. It was pretty legit. Uh, These guys bled buckets in this match. Uh, There was that really sketchy spot where I want to say like it was like a top of a grinder 
but I don't oh, think it really was. Yeah, here, I'm going to actually pass this one off to Colton Kelly, and he's going to describe a horrific spot. I don't know what that thing was, but it's like, and I'm sure people who watch a lot more death matches than we do uh, would know, but it's like a little circular thing. All right, so it was like a circular, like, you know, like a cork that, like, but, like, pretty round. Maybe two or three inches, like, like, like the bottom diameter. of a cup. Yeah, yeah. And it had, like, pretty much nails just, like, in it. Nails or spikes or something. And Matt Tremont, like, punched the thing, like, like a good, like, inch and a half deep into yeah, the dude's into skull. into the guy's head. And then he tried to pull it out. And it Which was not out, happening. So then he was just like, fuck it, we'll just keep fighting. And then he punched it back in his head. Yeah. yeah. It was terrifying. It, it was, was really hard to watch. And it was one of those few moments where we stopped talking and we were all like, pop of the uh, it was no pop of the night was later with that uh, dude who had the gouge in his. Oh, oh. Shit, yeah. did that, you tweet that on Sapod? Yeah, yeah. That was okay. the that was the colon guy. Alex Cologne. That was the colon guy. Yeah, yeah. that was in the second round. Cologne bled like crazy. Cologne, colon. All right, pass okay. the microphone back to old <laughs> Scotty. This is very high tech. Yeah, the five star podcast, of course, um, by Melter himself. Next up, we have the second round of matchups. RSP taking on Connor Claxton. The wrench. The wrench. The wrench. And you know what? I actually think that what? those these are the two guys who had the best tournaments. Match wise to watch. Connor Claxton and RSP were entertaining throughout the whole thing. RSP fucking sucks. Colton Kelly, not on the RSP bandwagon. The best was I spoiled because I knew we we'd recorded this about a month or so after tournament yeah, death the happened. Show happened about so I knew who had won out. the event. I didn't know how all the matches were going to go, but I knew who won. Because it was kind of hard to avoid it, being someone who just on the internet or whatever. But it was so funny when RSP came out for the first match and Colin Kelly's like, fuck this guy. And immediately I'm like, hey bud, he wins this whole tournament. And you looked at me with this look of like, nah man, you're just fucking with me. There's no way this guy goes all the way. So spoilers, RSP is taking this event. But him versus Claxton was actually one of the best matches hey, of this. How was half the pizza gone and I had one piece? Get eating. I'm doing a paw. I'm Get, doing business here. Yeah, doing business. Okay, wait, hold on. I ate two pieces. Colton Kelly ate two pieces. Johnny. Oh, and the kid took one. All right. Yeah, Fair enough. there we All go. Right, the kid at two in the morning took one. Fair enough. All right. Continue. All right, moving on. Back to the good old-fashioned tournament of death. Um, moving on, we had Tremont taking on Alex Cologne. Another solid is match this of the, the match night. Is the match that had the gouge? Yes, this is the gouge match. Al was it who had it? It was Cologne that had it. Cologne. Right? It, was, uh, it was kind of in his, he, was it his armpit. It's, his, like, sort of it's like right here, in like right above your armpit, there's kind of this like moment where your shoulder meets your chest. There's your a pectoral. Moment, there's a moment where that happened, and there's a pretty... When a man and a woman embrace, and it meets on your shoulder, and then that part of your shoulder gets ripped out... That's it right there. Did you tweet it on Satpod? Yeah, if All you go right. to well, add Satpod. If you're listening to this, go check out the Satpod Twitter because we tweeted a picture of it. Don't listen to man and a woman and whatever. Yeah. Guys. View, you know what? If you're not into super gory stuff, though, I will say viewer discretion may be advised on that photo. I check it out regardless because it's pretty crazy stuff. Looks like a man got a chunk bitten out of him. It's pretty accurate, actually. And that, you know what's sad is that's the highlight of that match, though. Yeah. Is this giant gouge that's just sticking out of a man and you're like, why is this there? Why is this happening? Um, just so it, for background info, uh, Terminator Death happens on like private property out in, I believe, o uh, Ohio. No, I think it's in Delaware. Oh, it's in Delaware? I believe it's in Delaware. 
But yeah, so I'm pretty sure it happens on like DJ Hyde's parents' property. So they, it's private property, so they can technically do almost whatever they want. There's an ambulance just behind the the five rows of crowd that are sitting there. We're having awkward we're having awkward silence as we watch Colton Kelly pull stuff out of his pockets. Um, do you think that it's good that they have an ambulance standing by, Boris? Absolutely. For an event you never like this. Know. When I mean, and we see Nick Gage get the, his armpit cut open, and we've seen uh, years ago, I think it was IWA Mid South when Necro Butcher had that big, big gouge taken out of his shoulder, or Sexy Eddie and his yeah, bicep yeah. is cut so, and it's I mean, squirting blood. I mean, you need to have emergency personnel standing by, and I assume they pay for that, but you need something just in case something goes wrong. Is Nick Gage back in prison? Yeah. Uh, yes, there is a parole violation. I haven't been able to find out exactly what he did to violate his parole but yes nick gage is he's a terrifying person i watched the shoot interview that he did when he came out of prison yeah the documentary. yeah i think i gave it to you did yeah, i not I watched it too. and i'm like this guy is an animal <laughs> okay so so side side note because i have no interest in talking about tournament of death boris we have something to talk about quick we, we talked in person about how, uh, you know, I came off a little strong on Scotty the last time I was on, like, the yes, actual SOP pack. Yeah, the last time you were on SOP I thought the first, like, five minutes, you were pretty you were pretty intense. Okay, so, like, you know all, like, the things about the embrace of a man and a woman Scotty's been talking about tonight? And, yes. like, all his weird little Scotty-isms, as they like to be yes, called? Yes, There's a reason I shit on Scotty. All right, just shaking. What do you like? What do you talk about half you the don't time? Have to explain yourself. I'm gonna, to I'm gonna like give him back the the microphone so that he can explain himself. But you don't have to explain yourself to me. That's just my opinion. Oh I, yeah. Scottbox sixty four back on the Indycast. <laughs> oh man. Good old mic changing. But yeah, I also shit on <laughs> Colton Kelly a lot because you know he's a shitty sour patch kid. All right, let's He's like the red flavor, the one you just like you don't really want, so you pick it out of the bunch. Are you going outside to? I, I have to de-stress. All right, all right. <laughs> He's de-stressing okay, de- up in this. Okay, We're gonna continue talking about outside, tournament we'll of death. We'll let you know when it's time for news, then you can maybe give us some info. Get back in this, all like right. you care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> perfect. From there, we go to the exhibition matches. Uh, the first one, I believe, was oh, geez. Uh, DJ Hyde versus... I don't remember that guy's versus, name. He was in Terminator Death last year. I can't remember this guy's name for the life of me. And I actually think he's an alright deathmatch worker. But some shit went down in this one. Some shit did go down in this one. To the point of like... I almost wish I wasn't watching it with like a group of people and I could have just watched it by myself and been like, Oh shit, yeah, here comes of, the blackout. Yep, kind of focused. But the blackout showed up on... Like a backhoe or whatever. Yeah, like a and tractor backhoe. Yeah, they started digging a, a like a, a grave for DJ Hyde, and this guy did he not like throw him off a scaffold or? Is that yeah, a it was. Match? I think this. No, that's the match before this. We oh. have Nation of Intoxication, represented by Devin Moore and Lucky Thirteen, versus two guys we did not know. One of them was Aaron Williams. The other one was unnamed. I think. I don't know. We may not have been paying attention to be honest. Um. And there was a scaffold match, which I always have this weird thing when watching a scaffold match of I don't really get how scaffold plays into the the theatrics or the gimmick of the match. Care to elaborate? Well, this is scaffold that's different than they used to be back in the day. Because back in the day, the scaffold would actually go over the ring. 
Whereas okay. this match, I don't know if it was even a scaffold match, if it was just a death match, but they had it kind of on the side, and you could just throw somebody off of it into the ring. Whereas back, like well, it was the almost set on like hard cam. Yeah, back in the day, there would be the like the rigging set up on either side going up, and then there'd be like a platform above the ring, so you could actually fight over the ring and then throw them off. If you uh, ever watch a Jim Cornette shoot interview or or anything about Jim Cornette, he always talks about the old scaffold match between the Midnight Express and the Road Warriors, where he was thrown off the scaffold and then he blew up both his knees because he landed feet for or feet first and blew his knees out but whatever oh and bringing up feast feet first bumps uh alex cologne versus danny havoc or no that's the masada match uh versus connor claxton somebody dove out feet yeah first connor claxton goes to jump off the top of a trailer like a truck trailer Feet first, and Masada's not even in the pit of people to catch him. <laughs> we look, Masada's like four feet down, yep. like smoking a cigarette, hanging out. Yeah, you just said fuck it and left. Yeah, fuck. You know what? It was funny because, like, beforehand when you guys were saying, like, Masada just looks like he doesn't want to be here, and then that spot happened. I was like, yeah, he didn't even want to catch the guy. And again, I could be wrong. That just could be, you know, what Masada's face looks like, but he always looks very disinterested. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, Nation of Intoxication win, as to be expected. Uh, they're definitely the CZW deathmatch like fan favorites. Yes. Then we had the uh, DJ Hyde match DJ versus. Um, I'm I'm just going to call this guy Mick Chubbs, the deathmatch <laughs> wrestler. I'm sure he'd love that. He's um, good though. I think that guy's really good. Yeah, I think he's underrated. Right. Uh, but yeah, the blackout showed up and they with a big backhoe tractor thing. Uh, it was and wearing T-shirts that said CZW Team Zandy. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Robbie Marino and uh, Ruckus. Ruckus. I don't know who was driving the backhoe, but they dug a big hole, and Zandig showed up and started beating the crap out of DJ Hyde, and he kept asking him a question, which I assume was something about him giving back. Control it was, "Are you tired of being a wrestling promoter? Yes, are you tired of playing wrestling promoter?" And uh, DJ Hyde kept yelling no, and then they eventually threw him into the the grave. The grave. And dug. who showed up when he dumped him into the grave? But Colton Kelly's favorite wrestler, Joey Janela, jumped. Oh into the yeah, grave with the DJ bad Hyde. boy, Joey Janela. Joey Janela versus Colton Kelly coming to a feud near you. I'm glad that uh, Colton's outside because he has a few choice words for Joey Janela. Apparently. We'll get to that later, I guess. Oh, man, I wonder if he'll go in on that. But, yeah, you know what? I actually thought that this was an interesting storyline. Yeah, no as this was going on, what was I saying the whole time? You're Come, saying that this is going to build into Cage of Death, and you're probably right. Cage of Death, it'll be Team Zandig versus Team DJ Hyde, maybe for control of CZW. Leave it open. Leave that door open. So, so it'll some, be uh, very, cool very interesting to see what goes on with that. Uh, so uh, DJ Hyde lost that match. McChubbs, McDeath, uh, Deathmatch wrestler, won the match. Chubbs, McDeathmatch? Via uh, Buried Alive. Okay. During this match, Colton Kelly goes, he's getting buried for real. And that led us to the final. Which was Matt Tremont, Matt Tremont versus Ricky Shane Page. RSP. And I believe the finish was a big Death Valley drivery type thing off that aforementioned scaffold. Ricky like, Shane Page bled buckets in this main event. They had to actually stop and kind of wrap a do the duct tape wrap up around his head and yada yada yada. Make sure that everyone's safe and sincere. 
Uh, from what I heard about this year's event, nobody left Safe in... Safe and sincere, Colin yeah. Kelly. That's what's going on. It, remember, folks, it's sensual, not sexual. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, from what I heard this year's event, nobody got hurt. Like, nobody had to leave the uh, the private property on the ambulance or anything like that. Like, everyone was able to just get, like, the normal bandaged up or stitched up and be good to go. That dude's armpit. Yeah, fucking Alex Cologne's missing a chunk out of his armpit still. All right, so in conclusion, uh, studs and duds. Uh, Studs and duds for this year. How do you want to conclude? Yeah, I'll do studs and duds. Well, first off, TOD this year was pretty good. Last year's was a little bit better. Just I think it was in terms of what eight men they had picked to be the deathmatch wrestlers in the tournament. Um, This year, studs, I'm going to give it to... Uh, RSP for not only winning the event, but bleeding buckets and, uh, Connor Claxton for having a really good showing. Uh, and my duds would be the scaffold match just cause it was kind of hard to follow in what was going on. And, uh, John Zandig showing up without a leather jacket and or a mullet. Oh, Jesus. He hasn't had hair for years, dude. He had hair last time I saw him on Botchamania. Yeah. <laughs> All right, you know Jesus. what? Jesus! Okay, I'm cutting off the... Oh, wait, hang on. Colton Kelly has taken the microphone. Do I not get studs and duds? Do you want studs and duds? I want studs and All duds. All right, give me studs and duds. So, uh, Copyright the, Warren Barris 2014. So the wrench guy gets like... Connor Claxton? Connor Claxton and uh, Alex Colin get uh, <laughs> studs for me because they actually like impressed me like beyond the, the fact that it was terrible deathmatch wrestling. And uh, everyone else gets a giant dud for doing what they do. All right. I'm not going to give studs and duds because I wasn't paying that much attention because we were talking about important life things. So Scotty has three little nice pull quotes from tonight from uh, the Colton Cali Twitter feed. Um, At one point, he said that he's rolling in the deep and a Dell quote. So that's uh, notable. He also at one point said, I feel like I'm in Iran some days because I'm so high, <laughs> which, uh, which, which is uh, self-explanatory, obviously. And uh, when I break into the business, I hope I can be trained by Reed Matthews, and that will be good enough. So uh, that's what you missed on uh, Colton Kelly's Twitter feed. Reed doesn't probably does not know who you are to be honest. Reed, I don't think Reed knows who he is. Reed Matthews is the thickness, everybody. Can you do the the voice? Thickness. <laughs> All right. Should we move on to to the indie news that I, I want to know about the news? Harvin Garf. Do you want to talk about uh, Joey Janela? I don't want to talk about Joey Janela. What happened to you? To I've already s- I've story I've told this story once before, so on, you can on the podcast on the indie cast. Oh, you did. Oh, so we don't need to go into Joey Janela? I don't need to talk about Joey Janela anymore. I've had too much beer. Ricky Morton and Rhett Titus like him, so, you know. Ricky Morton and Rhett Titus both like Joey Janela. Both like Joey Janela. I told Colton Kelly he was saving tag team wrestling. Uh, That's not true at all. (laughs) I don't know if anyone heard that, but I'm just going to refute that. All right, can you uh, imitate the SatPod News bumper for me? No. Can you do it, Scotty? Do it for me. And now, the Spanish announce table news desk. Dig diggity, dig diggity dog. (laughs) All right, so we've, uh, I pulled some news for the Satpot IndyCast news section. The uh, New Japan G1 tournament is underway. And August 14th 
the uh, G1 final event is going to feature a couple of title matches, including the IWGP tag team title match between the Briscoe brothers and Adam Page and Takahashi. And the ROH oh, that's an odd combination. And the ROH title will be on the line. Jay Lethal against Satoshi Kojima. That'll be good. Kojima versus Lethal. That is what I said. But the the tag match there, that's a little awkward of a pairing. Is uh, Takahashi in the Bullet Club? I don't believe he is. I don't think. is He's not that one Asian dude we always saw that I never knew the name of, right? Wow. I'm a big New Japan mark. Uh, anyway, while you're like stewing over that... Uh, you can no, help me out with this because this is some Lucha Underground news, and I, I have watched one episode of Lucha Underground. Uh, Sexy Star will wrestle unmasked for the first time on the 4th of September. Uh, Arena Coliseo, and the show is called Coliseo Mania. Uh, she's saying goodbye to the character of Sexy Star, and she's going to be starting a career in boxing. Yep. Now, is Sexy Star sexy? Have we seen yeah, her? Yeah, she's a... Okay, do you remember... A while back when there was a girl in a mask who showed up with Kalisto. Yeah, but they everybody said that uh, no, wasn't her. We, yeah, but we all thought it was her. That's exactly what she looks like. Was it her, though? No, I don't believe it was. So she looks like the girl that wasn't her. Yeah, exactly. But no, uh, she's pretty. She's got a good body. The only thing I don't really like about Sexy uh, Star's ge- ring gear is that she has that very, like, you know the how some girls will wear, like, shorts, and then it has, like, this little, like, frilly skirt or whatever? Lots of girls on the indies have this. I just don't like her ring gear. Colton, no thoughts? one's reacting. Uh, all right, but uh, sexy star just won Gift of the Gods. Uh, so she's the number one contender, um, but she is leaving Lucha Underground, so she will be written off in season three. Oh, we're flipping microphones here. I don't under. Okay, so I get it. People have other aspirations and stuff, but it's hard enough to make it in the wrestling business as it is. So I don't understand why uh, once someone has, like, you know, a name and success and notoriety, why they, like, leave for other endeavors. Like, I don't really – I don't get that. That, to me, just says maybe they weren't that much into it to begin with. I know, but it's so hard. Like, it's so hard to understand. Especially when, like, you are a, like, notable name on – a large like it had like Lucha Underground has a very like steady and supportive fan base at this point. More supportive than like TNA's Ring of Honors. Yes, more supportive than TNA or well, I don't think Ring of Honor really would. Well, there's the ROH faithful, and then there's like no one. No one can hear what you're saying, Scotty. Yeah, Thank you. <laughs> uh, and back to Scott. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of Lucha Underground, the Ultimate Lucha match on July 6th between. Uh, the Mac and Son of Havoc was originally a two out of three falls match that was approximately 25 minutes. It was edited down to five minutes and 30 seconds when it aired on TV. It was a good match, though, still. It's um, sad to know how stripped it was. How but, can they edit that much? That's taken out a lot of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, 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 cohesive still? and now I'm playing the match through my head of what I saw, and it made sense. But now I'm wondering about every time when they went on to the outside how much shit I missed. Like, every time that they went out to the apron, did they go brawl for, like, five minutes and then do a cool spot in the crowd and we missed it? Okay. I don't know. I, I don't know. Saw it. Uh, yeah, I guess I'm the only one who's really watching Lucha nowadays. Uh, one of my favorite shows of the summer is not SummerSlam, because this is the IndyCast, and we shun all of those 
major label type things. Field of Honor. Is Field of Honor. I'm surprised you mentioned that. And apparently one of the matches that is targeted for the Field of Honor show is Shibata versus Kyle O'Reilly. Fuck yes. Field of Honor takes place uh, August 27th at Brooklyn MCU Stadium, I assume, in New York. Colin Kelly is eating pizza. Uh, speaking of ROH, Kevin Kelly has left his sales job and is now working full-time in the ROH office. He and Christopher Daniels. What do you mean sales? I assume it was an outside Yeah, like he was like job. working for like a third-party company. Pepsi doing or something. Yeah, okay. Uh, but now he's working full-time ROH office. Uh, he and Christopher Daniels are working with Booker Hunter Johnson, who I assume is Delirious, who is booking for ROH. Oh, really? There's a Hunter booking for WWE and a Hunter booking for ROH right oh, now? Oh, look at that. that that's I did, Is that Delirious' real name? Uh, I assume, because I assume I haven't heard otherwise. Though. I've heard he's not the greatest booker in the world from time to time, or he's tough to deal with. Colton Kelly looks like he has something, no, no, nothing to say. Like, I, I don't really have very much of an opinion on Delirious, because I came into ROH so late that I missed most of his run, and whenever Delirious showed up as an on-air character, he was just comedy. Yeah, he just shows up kind of randomly now. Yeah. Like he showed up at that uh, Honor Rising Japan stuff. I saw him wrestle Liger once on like an ROH event. That was about it. All right. PWG has announced the lineups for the first two nights of the Battle of Los Angeles tournament. Everyone's favorite tournament in the summer. Uh, event takes place in Los Angeles at the incredibly hot arena in... Where does it take place? Reseda, California. Reseda, California, uh, September 2nd through the 4th. Here is night one. Are you ready? I am. I'm going to tell you guys these matches, and I want you two to share the microphone somehow. All right. I'll be ready to pull it off my head. Colton Kelly shovels pizza into his mouth. Get that pizza out of your beard, too. You do got a bit of pizza in there. What's going on? Come on. Sam Losco over here. I don't get that reference. That's a Trailer Park Boys reference. Don't worry. Warren will pop for it. Warren will listen to this until we mention the first guy he doesn't know, and then he'll turn it off. He'll be like, who the fuck's Matt Tremont? Turn this bad boy off. Pretty much. RSP, I'm turning this shit off. He knows uh, Action Bronson or Jays. Isn't Action Bronson a rapper? Yeah. Okay. We talked about this all last time we watched Matt Nobody can hear you, Colton. Yeah, Colton. Ha, boom, fuck you. Bam roasted. Okay, uh, night one, Matt Seidel versus John Hennigan, who, of course, is John Morrison. Uh, Ricochet versus Jeff Cobb, who knows sells pile drivers. Jeff Cobb, also famous for being on Lucha Underground as the current champion. Marty Skrull, who I'm a huge fan of, the, taking on Pentagon Jr. You know what? I think that'll be cool. Like a very big villain character in the UK versus the biggest villain character in Mexico. And Hail Satan, Tommy End versus Zack Sabre Jr. You know what? That is night one. I don't know if I've ever seen Zack Sabre Jr. and uh, Tommy N. mix it up, actually. Night two. Are you ready for night two? You know it. Do you want to say anything about night one there, uh, Colton Kelly? No, got no matchups. Are you following? You, he's old. Colton Kelly's crashing. Look at at 2.30 a.m., we all start. Uh, what are you watching? I'm watching skateboarding videos. Are you watching people play with uh, Tech Decks? Handboards. Tech Decks. Handboards. Tech Decks. All right, okay, you know what? You guys are both fucking idiots. Night two, Mark Andrews versus Pete Dune. And who the hell's Pete Dune? 
Oh, Boom. now we got Colton Kelly stepping in. Who's Pete Dune, Colton Kelly? Pete Dune is a British wrestler who um, lost a qualifying match to Jack Gallagher for the uh, Cruiserweight Classic. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. He's good. All He's right. known as the Bruiserweight. Oh, I like yeah. that. The Bruiserweight. All right. I'm a fan of that. Uh, Kamatachi versus Trevor Lee. Who's Kamatachi? He's oh. from New Japan Pro Wrestling. Is he? He is. Okay. Cool. Uh, he's with the addiction right now in ROH. You're with the addiction in Ring of Honor. <laughs> uh, Cedric Alexander versus Mark Haskins. Ceddy. And last but not least. Wait, who's Mark Haskins? I feel like I've seen Mark Haskins recently, but I don't remember what. Is he I've British seen as well? I feel like this year's like. He can't hear you. Last year, uh, Ray, or Bola was all about bringing in Lucha Underground talent. This year, it seems like they're all about bringing in UK talent from uh, Rev Pro. And last but not least, Cody Rhodes and Sammy Callahan. Sammy's going to fuck him up. And Scotty says, if you didn't hear that, Sammy's going to fuck him up. Speaking of Cody Rhodes, he has confirmed on Twitter that his non-compete clause with WWE will end on the 19th of August. And that night, he takes on Zack Sabre Jr. at Evolve 66. How does the whole evolve WWE relationship work? Who nobody? Who yeah, no one knows. We don't even know. So they can still use former WWE guys and be free in the career. I, honest, and... I honestly think that that's where Heath Slater is going to end up. I'm yeah. not saying he's going to be demoted, but I'm saying that he's going to end up working some shows. Maybe he'll do that whole Drew Galloway thing with uh, with him Ethan and Carter. Ethan Carter. But but do you think Cody Rhodes can join in on that if Evolve brings him in on a regular basis? Could be. I yeah. have no idea. Also, what do you think of uh, Will Ospreay's contract with Evolve as well now? That's not signed. Well, we're going to talk about that a little later. Okay. Good. Uh, Good. Friday Shine has an internet pay-per-view. We'll go through the card really quickly because I know you guys are misogynists and hate women. Shine is women's wrestling, right? Yes, it is. Uh, Shine title match, Evil East defends against Sue Young. Shine tag team title match, Marty Bell and Jamie Jameson defend against ACR and La Rosa Negra. Uh, NWA women's title match, Amber Gallows, the Bullet Babe, defends Ooh. against Tracy Taylor, Allison K versus Zandra Bale, and Santana versus Vanessa Craven. Thoughts? Yeah. Nothing. Good no? news. A lot of ladies from our, uh, from a lot of ladies from Lucha Underground making uh, making big matches and uh, shine, as well as two girls from TNA. God, this podcast is gonna sound like shit. <laughs> this is gonna be terrible. Uh, uh, Ring of Honor announced their next trial camp is going to take place on October the 8th and the 9th. That's a Saturday, Sunday, and more information about that is available at ROHWrestling.com. Evolve has announced the following matches. Uh, Marty Skrull is off the August events due to a personal commitment. However, Evolve champion Timothy Thatcher versus Matt Riddle, who I know you love. Scotty's a big Matt I like Riddle Matt fan. Riddle. I honestly do. He's in a no-holds-barred match, or they're in a no-holds-barred match. No holds barred match, sorry, at Evolve 66, August 19th. Drew Galloway, Ethan Carter III, and Dustin, which is Chuck Taylor. Ch Sexy Chucky e. T versus TJ Perkins, Tracy Williams, and Fred Yehai at Evolve 67. And Fred Yehai is. He's Fred Yehai. 
Who's Fred Yehi? Jimmy Wang Yang. Jimmy Wang Yang. No, Fred Yehi's black, and oh, he's yeah. not Jimmy Wang Yang. You're so yeah, this racist. Is this is the second time you've said that Fred Yehi's. Yeah, give him back the microphone so I can yell at him. <laughs> this is the second time. I think like at WrestleMania weekend you said. Fred yeah, I think Yehi I made this mistake on WrestleMania too. Was Jimmy Wang Yang, and I'm like, no, Fred Yehi's black, and he's not. Yehi doesn't sound like a very black All last right. name. You're an idiot. He needs to have a black last name All like right. Alexander. Stop. <laughs> or Kingston. Or Cube. Or Johnson. <laughs> or Johnson. Uh, <laughs> Matt, Matt Riddle uh, versus TJ Perkins added to the same show on September 11th. That would be a cool clash and, of styles. And Okay. Uh, ROH also announced uh, Cody Rhodes will make his in-ring debut for the company at the December 2nd <coughs> final battle pay-per-view. So Cody Rhodes headed to uh, ROH. What do you think about uh, the story that WWE is sending some sort of cease and desist letters to independent companies who are using WWE pictures to advertise former WWE talent for their shows? Because I have made several posters over the years for PWA, and when we brought in former WWE talent, I'm not going to lie, I used... WWE pictures for those posters, which I made because that's what I had. Is this them? Is this not worth a battle they're fighting? Is this kind of a of a dick move, for well, lack of a better term? It feels like they should have bigger fish to fry. Exactly. Like this should not be. Like if I were them, I'd be more worried about people putting up full episodes of Raw or pay per views on YouTube. Like if you were going to have to copyright claim something, I would go after my actual product versus photos. Colton Kelly, go talk into uh, Scotty's head. It is their content, and I, and I don't disagree with that. But is it really that? Is that really worth fighting? Well, I don't know. Like any independent wrestler has to go get their own promo pictures and photos done. I don't know why it changes once you've worked for WWE. So you're taking the WWE side and all this. I guess so. Sure, if I have to pick a if I have to pick a side, I think WWE has a right to like not want former employees using their content. So you're saying Cody Rhodes should have to shell out for those new photos? Well, I spoke to our promoter because we're bringing in PWA's bringing in Cody Rhodes November, I want to say 26th. And when this news came out, I contacted our promoter and asked him about that, and he said the pictures we used for our advertising material were supplied by Cody Rhodes. Agent, so and that's different because then it's like it's out of our hands at that point. That, that is loud. true. Okay, uh, Super J Cup round one took yeah. place, I believe, just the other night. Winners included Matt Seidel, uh, Liger, Will Ospreay, Kanemura, Taguchi, and Kushida. Second round will be held on August the twenty-first. Kate, what's what's the difference at this point with the Super J Cup and the Super Juniors? The way that I understand it is the Super Juniors is just New Japan talent. Okay. Whereas Super J Cup is other promotions, and there hasn't been a Super J Cup in like five years. Okay. That's the way that I understand it. If that's wrong, feel free to contact and correct me. Who is us. putting on the Super J Cup? Uh, I believe New Japan is putting on the Super J Cup. That's why I don't understand. I agree. It is. That's the first thing that I <coughs> thought, and that's why I did some research to find out what the difference was. Because I was and like, Super Juniors happened already. Yes, and, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Combat Zone Wrestling will film its pilot episode. Uh, tickets are free. 
Doors open at 1.30, first match at 2, but it doesn't show a date. What are you so talking about? I have no idea. But CZW is going to be filming a pilot episode of television. The CZW on TV? <laughs> what? Why? How? What network? What details? I have. I honestly have no idea. Fight but, network? Uh, they're Jeez. going to be filming their pilot episode of TV. Uh, tickets are free for this event. I don't have a date for it, but... Uh, that's the information that Interesting. I can find. Uh, Will be... Ospreay has signed the Evolve contract that oh, he did was sign offered it. to him by Paul Heyman. Uh, apparently, Evolve is paying for his U.S. work visa for he and Zack Sabre Jr., which will allow them to work exclusively for Evolve in the States, but apparently they'll also be able to work for PWG, uh, but Osprey will not be able to work any ROH or New Japan shows. Really? So he's going to kill his New Japan deal? No. So he's not killing the New Japan deal? He's not killing the New Japan deal. What about the holy can't work New Japan thing that was just said? No, it wasn't. It's not not a New Japan issue. Okay. Here, I'm going to give you the mic. Yes, give him the mic because nobody can hear what he's saying. In the promo that, well, in the speech that Paul Heyman had said. I haven't watched it. To be honest, I have so watched it. Is there no, is, are we out of beer? Uh, yes, we are out of beer. Scotty <laughs> stole your last beer. Fucking Scotty. I know. Um, anyway, Paul Heyman does say in his whole spiel to Will Ospreay that the Evolve deal is not inhibiting his deal with New Japan. Okay. Yeah. Because if I'm Will Ospreay and I get a deal, but I can't work New Japan, I'm kind of iffy on that. I'm not, deal. unless it's a WWE deal, I don't really yeah. want to take that deal. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I have to say about All that. Right. Is that it? That is the end of the news of the July episode of the Sapo Anycast. Anything anybody want to add before we put this one to bed? Scotty, do you have anything? Uh, no, I, oh. Scotty needs the microphone to say yeah. no. No, I'm just ready to put myself to bed, actually, at this point. I'm pretty tired at 3 in the morning. Well, I thought we were going to watch more wrestling. Oh, we're going to watch more wrestling? I don't know. Maybe we Colton will. Colton Kelly said. I don't know. You know what? We should watch the Best of Colton Kelly DVD. That DVD does not exist. There is no Best of it's got It's got all of his four wins in his career. All right. Colton, anything you want to add before we say goodnight to this one? As we pass the microphone again. I apologize for your um, bleeding ears. Do you think anyone even got this far? I think I think if there's a handful of people, I think maybe uh, game. It's a, yeah, short one. The Miz think, guy. The Miz guy. I think Miz guy listened to this. I love I think the Miz that guy. Game Time Art listened to this. Yeah. I think that Mike the Ref uh, listened to this. Other than that, you know. Oh, the other sapphire. Uh, what's who, that? What's that? Guy yeah, who's that, uh, the, who's the kid in high school that puts on yeah, the plays? Duncan. Yeah, Dun- yeah Dun- Duncan. Yeah, Nova yeah, Punk. Duncan's here, and Brian Danielson with a one or whatever the fuck that is. He listened to this too. That's the same guy. <laughs> is it? Yeah. All right, whatever. That's also Duncan. You're all good people. I don't think. No, Duncan's not Brian Danielson with a one, is he? Yeah, he is. Is he? All right. Duncan's. Well, all right. All right I like down. the the sad pod, sad pod listening characters. Sad pod. <laughs> sad, sad pod, pod is sad the name pod. of uh, mine and Scotty's new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Colton, give the microphone back to Scotty. Okay. He's, goodbye. He's. He <laughs> He's got to take us out. All right, Scotty. Sad pod. Sad pod. Take us out. All right, guys. Until next time, keep on hitting the tombstone on snaps. Woo!
Bye. 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 Bye.